Welcome to the Gideon's Church Speaker Program, where our mission is to help develop more and better speakers. Whether you've been speaking for decades or just thinking about getting qualified, you will find valuable tips, lessons, and inspiration here. This is Sean Graver from the Tacoma Northwest Camp in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here is this week's episode. Our guest today has lived in Sandpoint, Idaho for over 40 years, where he graduated from high school. He went on to college at Moody Northwest and Whitworth in Spokane, and then taught at a Christian school in Yakima. Returning to that area back in 1992, he worked in marketing, and a little bit of side trivia, he worked as a DJ at KMBI Radio in Spokane to pay his way through school, and also at KRSE and KBBO in Yakima uh, in the summers while teaching. He's currently a business development manager for a local manufacturer of industrial automation components. He's been married for 30 years with four children, two teenagers at home still, and he joined the Sandpoint, Idaho camp in January of 1998, qualifying as a speaker in 1999. He's also served as camp treasurer, faith fund chairman, and Gideon card program chairman. And today I'm very happy to be speaking with Steve Diltz. Hello, Steve. Hi, Sean. Great to talk with you today. Likewise. So, Steve, tell us, what what motivated you to become a church ministry speaker? Well, Sean, I was, uh, you know, like like probably most folks that uh, become a part of the Gideon ministry, I'd been familiar with it just through my own encounter with uh, scriptures from hotel rooms and receiving one as a student, and uh, then the occasional uh, Gideon presentation in the churches where I attended. It really wasn't until I became uh, a member and uh, was invited to attend a new member uh, meeting and uh, got involved with the ministry and started learning what it was all about that you know really uh, grew a uh, a passion to want to share uh, the work that the Gideons are doing with with others and so you know that was really when I was asked if I wanted to qualify as a speaker uh, you know I was had no hesitation to say yes because I wanted to have the opportunity to share uh, the things that the things that are happening with the ministry around the world and and help develop the support for that work ongoing. And uh, so, it, you know, it was exciting to be invited to be uh, a part of that process. Well, now that you're closing in on almost 20 years of service with Gideon's ministry and also uh, as a church ministry speaker, what does your preparation process look like today? I have... Uh, you know, accumulated a uh, pretty good collection of uh, testimonies, returns uh, that come from newsletters, and I've clipped and copied and saved them, and and uh, I keep them in a you know central spot here at home. And I also visit and look at the website. So I always try to to freshen up my presentation, usually uh, about the first of the year because uh, I just kind of mentally operate on a calendar year, but you know, as I go forth, uh, I want to add maybe some new stories and, and testimonies uh, that illustrate different aspects of the Gideon ministry, the hotel scriptures, the, the school distributions, uh, prison ministry, military, etc. And so I, I try and find maybe a new uh, illustration of one of those uh, points in my uh, presentation. I'll, uh, you know, it starts with just what church am I going to? Uh, have I been there before? When was the last time I was there? And you know, each each church has kind of a you know, having having done this for 20 years in the same community, um, I, I do 
know the the pastors and the churches fairly well that uh, I visit on, you know, over the years. And so I kind of, I try to tailor my presentation to that particular fellowship a little bit. The length of time varies from five to 10. They've even had uh, 30 minutes uh, available. So uh, depending on the time, the preparation level can change a little bit. But I, I try and freshen up the stories. I definitely visit the uh, the Gideon Connection and get the latest statistics on the number of uh, scriptures distributed. Try and you know, make sure I get illustrations of you know the, the international outreach, the global outreach of the Gideon ministry. I think that's the... That's a point of emphasis that I like to make in my presentation. So I, I do try to find something new and striking and and interesting that's that's happening with the ministry outside the United States. I think that really captures a lot of the imagination and attention for the audience I'm working with. And Steve, as you accumulate the testimonies, uh, as you mentioned from the newsletters and also from the connection. How do you choose the ones that you're going to use in your presentation? Again, I, I am looking for uh, usually uh, in the in the in my presentation, I'm speaking to the different methods that the Gideons use to uh, or channels of distribution, be it through uh, the hotel distribution, you know, schools, and so uh, and so forth. And so I, I I try and find a, a testimony that illustrates that. I I like to uh, look at stories that you know, speak to demonstrable transformation on the individual. I, I love when there's a when it's a first person testimony from somebody speaking in their own voice. And sometimes I'll actually read some comments, a statement, you know, uh, from a letter, maybe that somebody wrote to the Gideons. I think those are very powerful. And I'll say, you know, I'm just going to quote and you know, Joseph wrote and said this, shared this with us, and and so I think uh, you know, placing it, giving it that personal connection is is, a, is very powerful. So I look for a first-person narrative if possible. I, you know, sometimes there are things happening um, in the news that are topical and timely. So, for example, uh, in the months after Hurricane Katrina, there was a testimony that was shared about how the disaster response uh, scriptures were shared with folks that had been impacted by the uh, hurricane in New Orleans and and so you know that was uh, timely and topical so uh, you know sometimes I, I I will pick something perhaps you know if there's something happening in the Middle East I might pick a, a testimony that pertains to that region and just kind of connect it to things that are happening today we're also uh, you know we're a resort community uh, up in Sandpoint the Four Season Resort we have a big lake that's uh, big source of recreation. People come here for hunting and gym hiking and mountain biking. And in the winter, we have a, a ski resort. And so I try and emphasize that, you know, that we are, a, we're a mission outreach ourselves because the mission field is coming to us and visiting us. Uh, we have people coming from all around the country, around the world. And so uh, we have uh, scriptures and hotels and motels right around us. And so I, I do always like to uh, emphasize the you know, the power of the, the hotel scriptures and that those are still an incredible part of what, you know, God is accomplishing through the work of the Gideons. Yeah, I, I think that's really good advice that uh, how you really purposefully go through the testimonies to find ones that are aligning with the, the people you're speaking to would be interested mm-hmm. in hearing about when they're relevant mm-hmm. to current events, 
or were they relevant also to the area you live in? That, that's an that's an important factor, right? Being a resort community, there is a special emphasis on the on the hotel distribution, which would be different than maybe some other community. Yeah. And when you were at that church, and your time has come to come up and present. What do you bring with you? A lot of people bring a big stack. Some people bring nothing. What do you like to bring up? Uh, I try to keep it a little bit light. So I'll bring a, a, a hotel Bible and usually just one uh, pocket a New Testament. Usually, uh, you know, sometimes depending on, on uh, the testimonies I'm sharing, it may be a military testament. It may be a, a college or youth or uh, international language, Spanish language or something. So, and I tried to, you know, sometimes I'll, um, you know, as part of the uh, storytelling process, uh, I might, you know, when I say, and he looked and he, Joe was in the room and he looked and he saw this book and I'll hold up the scripture, you know, the hotel Bible. And so I use it as a prop, as a, you know, a speaking tool, but I, uh, I, I keep a light. I'll, I'll also, uh, I do take a little cheat sheet. I just have a little three by five card where I jot down just bullet points just in case my mind goes blank. <laughs> I always like to have a backup system. <laughs> Am I reading in there that you don't, you don't take really a stack of notes? You're just taking, is that just like a bullet point list? Yeah. And uh, just a bullet point list. And I'll, I'll usually, uh, Refresh it uh, just before, you know, the, either the night before or the morning, uh, getting up early, and I'll just kind of go through it. And if I make, you know, even just the process of just writing a little note sometimes is all I need just to trigger, oh, yeah, remember to mention this. Because I do want to, you know, I want to make sure that I, I include all of the topical points that uh, a good presentation should have. We, we want to mention, you know, the, the one I have to write down and remind myself as you know, to mention the, the life book, the um, um, Friends of the Gideons. You know, I, I have to, to write that down and remind myself and I might circle it to make sure I, I mention it. So um, things like that. Uh, and I, I think it's, I, I, you know, it's more effective, I think, to be able to maintain a, a steady eye contact with uh, the congregation you know, I, I think it's okay to look down every once in a while and glance at some notes. And sometimes I'll just I'll just tuck it into one of the Bibles and and uh, and have it poking out there a little bit. Um, you know, usually in the hotel Bible. So if I need to, to pull it out and, and refer to it, it's it's close at hand. Um, a lot of times, uh, different churches will have. Uh, sometimes you'll have a, a headset, and it can use both hands. Sometimes I have a microphone in my hand, and so I only have one hand. Some churches, uh, they're small enough to where there's no microphone, and you're just speaking down on the floor, just speaking to a, a small congregation. So it, it varies. I like to have my hands free just because uh, I talk with my hands. <laughs> well, I think that's a great tip. As you develop and as you're able to get away from referring to notes real heavily and you're, as you're memorizing more and more of your presentation, but having those bullet points for the moments if you might get stuck uh, and tucking it into the Bible is a great idea. It's right there. It looks natural and it's easy to get to if you need it. So, Steve, when you start your presentation, how do you like to open? I, I like to open with a question when it's uh, suitable. So, for example, uh, recent years there was a story of uh, Gideons in Africa visiting 
uh, I think it was Tanzania, actually. They were visiting uh, schools, doing school distribution. There was a school uh, very remote. They couldn't get to it because the roads were washed out. And the next day, the Gideons got in touch with the school administrator, and the administrator said, uh, no, please don't wait till next year. Stay there. We'll, we will come to you tomorrow. And so the next day, these uh, 865 kids from ages 8 to 13 had walked 20 miles one way to come and pick up their little New Testament, sat down, took a break, turned around, and walked 20 miles back the other way. So that's my opening testimony. And so to kind of introduce it, I'll, you know, we have a, a phrase here in Sandpoint, or a, a slogan, I should say, that's uh, on the banners as you come into the town. It says Sandpoint is a walking town. And so I'll, you know, I'll start and I'll say, you know, Sandpoint is a walking town. I see these banners around town and, how many of you uh, walk for exercise or walk for enjoyment? I guess we. Uh, so here's a question: How far would you walk to get a scripture? And uh, you know, just kind of pause and let people think about that. Because and so and then that leads into telling the testimony of these kids walking 20 miles one way to just pick up a, a new testament, <clears throat> and and uh, using that to illustrate the. Uh, the hunger and the demand and the thirst for God's word around the world today. And that I think challenges us, you know, as individuals to think about how, how highly do we, we value the fact that we have scriptures readily available to us and, and how great the need is out there. So uh, sometimes I, yeah, I, I do. I like to start with a question when possible. Sometimes I will, I'll just start by describing the, you know, giving some word pictures for the scene, the setting for uh, a testimony. John was a musician, 46 years old, and had found himself traveling on the road. And, you know, just using word pictures to set the stage for the testimony and, and how the Gideon Scriptures changed someone's life. So you are hitting really the keys there during the opening part of the presentation. One, two, two of the key ways of grabbing attention is with a question or with a story that immediately grabs the, the, the listener's attention to bring them in to hear more. And those were two great examples of how to do that. And, and now, is that something you learned, or something you you found by trial and error? Um, it was actually uh, recommended at a uh, a training session I went to here uh, you know, a few years ago uh, during a, a requalification. And so, uh, I think I had done it on occasion, just more by accident than purpose. <laughs> but as uh, as I heard it and saw it illustrated. Uh, by some of the speakers, I thought, wow, that, that is a great idea. It's, it does uh, kind of get you up and out of your seat mentally. It just engages the mind and the heart. Absolutely. You, you're well prepared, and you're opening up with a great start to your presentation that helps engage people. But what, what else do you do to connect with your audience on a personal level, level, either before the presentation or during or after? It can vary uh, depending on the, the church size and the setting. Um, sometimes, you know, smaller fellowship, I'll have a chance to meet just about everybody who's going to be there as they come in. I like to I like to stand at the door and greet people and be part of that greeting process whenever possible. You know, they have a chance to say hello. And, and some of these folks I've seen, you know, numerous times that we're, you know, we're a small community, so they might be friends. <laughs> Uh, co-workers sometimes and so it's just it's just good to make that personal connection to give a greeting and you're not just a, a talking head up there you're you're a person that they're 
familiar with and, and you have a chance to maybe exchange uh, on families and, and what's been happening in the church and um, and I, I do like to uh, you know again beforehand uh, you know again mix as much as possible and, and, and meet folks and they sometimes will have questions you get a chance to answer those beforehand and then I do like to uh, you know spend some time uh, we always, uh, you know, make a point to spend some time with the pastor prior to uh, the presentation. So that's that's always a key. And as much of a connection we can make before then, I think, is even before the, the presentation, you know, days before, a uh, week before, you know, phone call doesn't hurt. But even, you know, the day of being there just, just to find the pastor and connect and just um, gauge their enthusiasm um, a lot of times, uh, you know, we are very fortunate to be very well received here in the churches in our community. So it's great to have the support from the pastor. And sometimes they'll they'll do a tremendous job of, uh, you know, either speaking from their own, sharing their own testimony. I've had that on several occasions where the pastor shares, you know, how a Gideon test scripture uh, changed their life or impacted them to some degree. And so um, having that pastoral uh, um, endorsement, if you will, is, is really a key to, uh, to successful church presentation. So, and definitely during the, uh, during the presentation, I, I do like to make a lot of eye contact and, you know, it's just, just as a speaking skill in terms of speaking to groups, it's just always a good idea to, you know, you kind of get these people to sort of catch your eye and, and uh, you just kind of, just move from corner to corner around the room, just kind of a one, two, three, just keep keep moving and having uh, having eye contact with individuals, I think, is, is important rather than just zoning out and looking over the tops of people's heads <laughs> or, or with your face down reading from notes. It's, uh, I think, very important to, um, you know, again, to to achieve some eye contact with individuals in the congregation. And, and that helps feed me too. I've, again, going to different churches that have, uh, you know, just different, uh, personalities, if you will. Uh, some churches are very, very vocal and responsive. And so, and, uh, I might share a, a testimony and they'll, you'll get a, you know, a bunch of amens and wow and hallelujahs. Uh, and so, uh, others are a little more reserved. And so, but it's, it's good to, I guess it's it's a it's a good feedback mechanism. You look at someone and you're you're making a point and they nod and they smile. That just helps me and my confidence in my presentation uh, to maintain that level of enthusiasm that um, that I'm sure makes it more interesting to hear. And so, tell me about maybe an interesting or unique approach uh, that you bring to your presentations. Well, I think in, in some ways I may have already touched on it. I, I do like to you know, find some sort of local uh, touchstone. I talked about our our location being a resort community. That's uh, that's something that can can make make a relevant presentation. But I also uh, you know I sometimes I'll I'll incorporate uh, maybe a seasonal reference. You know uh, we talk about uh, I think it's Mark four four the where uh, in the parable, Christ says he's, you know, the sower sows the seed and God provides the growth and it springs forth its uh, harvest. And so we're, uh, I like to, you know, reference maybe, uh, you know, we, I go to some of the other communities that are more agriculture oriented. I might 
you know, speak to some uh, some seasonal thing, reference about harvest time or planting, or um, just have some some relevant point is either to the community or something that's happening now in the news. That not definitely don't do anything political or anything like that. But you know, if there's something major going on, let's try to connect that with uh, how a Gideon scripture testimony may feed into that item of interest. So, for example, uh, when there's been you know, major earthquakes, the tsunamis, the you know, uh, I do like to, to bring up the, the Gideon disaster response uh, that you know, a lot of people aren't familiar with, something like that. And that's another point. I, I do sometimes try and think of, well, what is something that, that people, even if they've sat through all these presentations, maybe something new they don't know about the Gideons. And so, you know, I try and try and find something on the Gideon connection, maybe some piece of, you know, uh, did you know there was a Gideon camp in, pick some some remote country that, uh, you know, or small island that, that might surprise somebody. So Now, at the end of every presentation, we all have a call to action. And that call to action may be referencing a collection of, uh, of funds to support uh, the scripture purchases. It may be for asking for people to consider uh, joining us in, in serving. And also, we'll ask for prayer. What does your call to action sound like? I would like to say I could take credit for it, but uh, I can't. <laughs> it's uh, something I borrowed. I don't know if it was from a training session or maybe I heard it done somewhere, but um, well, from one of our other speakers. But uh, so I'll, I'll end with a, a testimony, and usually a, it's a very uh, personal one where maybe I, I might share some of the words that an individual spoke when they were describing, you know, the, the powerful transformation in their life from the Gideon Scripture. And I will um, I'll, bring, I'll make that connection between here's a life that was changed, and here's how you as an individual may have played a part in that. And so I may say something like, you know, that. That transformation in Jane's life didn't start with the day she picked up that scripture. It started when someone in a fellowship in a church just like this sat and they heard the presentation. They felt moved to to do something. And maybe that was to pray. Maybe that was to give a gift to the Gideons. Maybe it was to uh, become a part of the Gideon ministry themselves. But uh, it started a long time before that. And those scriptures were printed and transported and shipped and distributed and prayed over and it finally reached Jane's hand and and you have an opportunity to be a part of that chain today um, and and maybe for you it might be praying and so I'll again just trying to connect it their action to the impact of an individual life somewhere and, and there's really no telling what that's going to be and how it's going to look but they can be a part of it and in the case where the church is open to asking for a, a financial offering, if you have some input on that with that particular pastor, how do you prefer to handle the uh, the actual offering? Well, I'm I'm kind of torn here. Um, I like the open Bible just because um, I love the the one on one interaction with people as they're making a gift, and you know it's just great to, to look them in the eye and say thank you, God bless you, appreciate. Your support and uh, and a lot of times uh, as people are doing that they'll they'll stop and share a testimony of their own and say you know I was in the army and got my remember getting my New Testament basic training took it with me to Vietnam or something you know you just get these stories that uh, are are 
very encouraging and, and it's exciting to, to hear people speaking and you know how scriptures have impacted. So that's I enjoy that. Uh, I think sometimes it may be more effective, especially in a larger congregation when they have a special offering just for the Gideons and, and they've had some advance notice that they're going to take a special offering and so people start you know can be prepared to do that. Both of those uh, I think can work well. And Steve, you've learned a lot of lessons through personal experience over the years, and also you've you've mentioned uh, some other resources you've learned from through training and, and different ex- exposure to different uh, speakers. But what can we do better at a camp level, do you think, to prepare our speakers? I think, um, you know, having the opportunity to to just talk about, you know, what makes a good presentation and a better presentation. I, th- I think it would be interesting to have some feedback from some pastors, maybe some kind of a survey to say, you know, what do you think has worked well and what can we improve on? And just, you know, get some some external feedback on, you know, where maybe we can uh, we can improve. But I think just giving given the opportunity to uh, to hear different speakers to really uh, dissect what makes uh, a presentation which be in it and giving people the chance to to try it you know I, I, and I know we have speaker development programs uh, some resources available but you know I, I benefited from from just having somebody outside the group outside our camp listen to me and give me some pointers and so yeah, I, I think just getting some feedback would can help well, you have shared some tremendously valuable advice today. What you're talking about with getting that feedback and hearing other speakers and, and feedback from the pastors is also that's, that is a, an often overlooked resource right there that is a great one. But even with all this you share, though, is, is there any other one piece of advice you'd like to give other speakers or, or aspiring speakers? It's a very rewarding and encouraging experience. You know, it's a privilege to be able to have the opportunity to to share the the story of the Gideons and the work that is going on and, and and the ways God is using this ministry to touch lives all around the world. Make sure that you're uh, that you carry that enthusiasm with you to the front of the church when you have a chance to speak. And that that's um, just go back and, and think to yourself, well, what? Why am I doing this? <laughs> What's my why am I what's my purpose of 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 sharing here today and just making sure that you're in the proper uh, mindset and, and have that same the level of enthusiasm that's going to carry through to you know, from your your testimonies and carry over to the pastors and to your audiences they're listening to you and I would say you know never never stop trying to improve and get better I I know I can improve and do a better job and I uh, would love opportunities to uh, you know hear from others and get some critique and say, here's, try this. You might find this would be an improvement here and there. And so, you know, never stop trying to make it better. Well, Steve, it's clear that you carry a lot of enthusiasm into this, uh, this role that you play. You, you spend a lot of time and, and put a lot of focus into making a presentation that's relevant, uh, and that gets the message out and connects with your audience. And, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to to chat today and to share your insights and, and the lessons learned. I look forward to talking to you again soon sometime. Thank you, Sean, likewise, and I appreciate your um, giving me the opportunity here to uh, to share and and uh, look forward to uh, 
to hearing from the other uh, speakers as the uh, different presentations and, and podcasts are made available. Look forward to what I can learn. Thanks for listening to the Gideon's Church Speaker Program. We hope you found it informative and inspirational. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on an upcoming episode, send me an email at sean.graver at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N dot G-R-A-V-E-R at gmail.com or visit our website at www.tgispeaker.com and use the password TGI for access. Proverbs 9.9 says, Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. See you next time.